Hi, my name is Stephanie Pletka, and I'm here to navigate the messy parts of motherhood. I'm a small-town mom of four who took a parenting blog and wrote a book to help moms find the goodness in the hard places, to chase their dreams, and write their story. So sit tight in the carpool lane. You know what I'm talking about, mamas. Comfortable in those yoga pants and get ready to be encouraged. This is the Motherhood Mindset with Stephanie Pletka. Hi, friends. I am so excited that you're here today. Thanks for hanging out with me. I have a friendly reminder to subscribe to the podcast. Just submit a review and do one of those little screenshots and then tag me on Instagram at Stephanie Pletka. I would appreciate that. Okay, today we're going to talk about life is not perfect. It's just maintenance. All right, are you ready? Let's do this. So I had, a, I had this great idea. You know those ideas you have, you're just like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to share this with the world. It is so brilliant. Until it wasn't. (laughs) So let me set the scene here. Me and my husband were driving back from Florida to Georgia. It should take about six hours. And I have these three little boys, you know, real active boys and that they love to just make lots of noises in the back seat and And uh, anything that, you know, like rhymes with booger or snot or anything like that, they're like, they will giggle till they like lose calories, just laughing in the back seat. So here we go. Got kids age, ages three to six years old and they have to pee like every seven minutes. I mean, could these kids not get on some kind of schedule? Like is one had to pee, then then the other one, the other ones didn't. And then this one had to pee and the other ones didn't. I think we stopped at like seven McDonald's along the way. So now at this point, this is becoming like a nine-hour trip. We, like, we are never going to get home. So this is where the brilliant idea came in. So I look back, and like any southern girl, you've got a, a YooHoo a bottle, like a little chocolate YooHoo bottle in the back seat. And um, everybody needs one. So <laughs> um, I decided, I thought, you know what? I'll have these kids pee in the bottle. They'll just pee in the bottle on the way, you know, stay in their car seats and... And here we go. We'll make it home in record time. So I was patting myself on the back. I was giving myself all the gold stars for saving time on the trip. I mean, talk about efficiency. You just call me. (laughs) So, um, you know, the first kid, he pees in the bottle. And I was like, a third full, no big deal. Second kid, it was like not even half. And and I'm, you know, kind of distracted by whatever outside. We're counting cars, doing all the things. And then suddenly the little one in the back, he's like, Mom. And and he goes, here, here, I'm done. And oh, y'all, I look back. And this, this thing was like, it, he had peed all the way to the brim. I mean, we're talking tip top. And he has his little shaky hands, you know, and he's trying to. He's trying to reach it to me and it's just as far as I can. I mean, I feel like like the root of my armpit is going to come out and I'm like, oh, dear God. And right as he goes to hand it to me, he drops it in my purse. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You should have seen it. I mean, really in my purse of all the places. But I want to remind you, life is not perfect, right? You cannot tie a pretty red bow around your life because it ain't gonna happen it's just not gonna comply because life is life it is imperfect we're imperfect people and we can't control all the things right 
So here I was patting myself on the back, like, call me, you know, Miss Mom Efficient here. And um, yeah, it didn't work. So anyway, here's the thing. Life is not perfect. It's just maintenance. See, I have this running list of goals. I have I have a hope of a clean house all the time. But look, that's not in the cards. I have walked a million miles in this house. I have picked up stuff. I have folded things. I have stepped on sharp objects, and, and I've been looking for weird smells. Look, I've washed countless dishes, and I've made hundreds of lunches. And I know you have too, right? But still, the house, it's full of piles. Look, there's a clothes pile. There's a shoe pile, a toy pile, a book pile. There's a pile for everything. It literally, it feels like that game whack-a-mole, you know, where you're trying to bam, bam. And it, it doesn't matter because no matter how many moles you whack, another one pops up. I mean, literally, I found a, a space rocket sock. And I'm like, I, <laughs> I know we didn't buy that. It, it, it ain't ours, okay? So where did this come from? So for Christmas, I totally, I would love one of those commercial size like those commercial size city trash bins, you know, those big blue trash bins that I could just throw throw stuff in and from the backyard. Like just just open a window from my kitchen and just sling stuff, right? That oh, a girl can dream. <laughs> I notice daily this this frustrating sense of never getting all the laundry done. Like it will never get done. There's always dishes to clean. As soon as I wash dishes, somebody pops one in the in the sink and I just want to go crazy (laughs) but see nothing is ever done until we take our last breath you know mowing the lawn there's always you know trimming your nails and fueling the car and the the to-do list it's just it never ends I, I wanted to wipe the slate clean you know I wanted one of those little whiteboards you can just wipe it all away and it's just like oh you did it it's all complete like I felt this sense of I need to you know somebody pat me on the back for being awesome but nobody saw it because the dishes are dirty again but it turns out like death and taxes and laundry it'll it'll all be with you now you're probably thinking this girl i thought she was supposed to be encouraging like (laughs) just turn her off right now nope 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 so here's the thing life is perpetual right but if you can see it in a different mindset that, hey, there's always going to be dishes. It's okay. You cannot outrun life, right? You can't outrun the to-do list because there's not an end. So if you can see it like that instead of being like, ah, oh, there's another dish. Well, yeah, there's always going to be another dish because you've got kids because you're gonna, you don't quit eating. You don't quit wearing clothes unless you're wearing, you know, disposables, disposable clothes, right? So... Yeah, I wanted to have a a clean house all the time. I mean, I love a pristine kitchen. I love spotless windows. I I love the smell of vanilla candles and those sprays that smell like lavender. But look, if my house looked that great for even more than two days, well, it's probably because we're out of town. I mean, one day I spoke the words, okay, okay, I will not have a clean house every day and I am okay with it. But you know what? (laughs) I didn't believe it. I wasn't okay with it. And it placed me in this weird predicament. You know, what if we began to see life as maintenance and ongoingness of sorts rather than an end game? 
a goal that we had to complete. See, we've got to quit killing ourselves to finish a race that has no end. We have to pace ourselves, right? Okay. So when our family goes on these road trips, (laughs) my husband, he loves to see how fast he can drive from point A to point B. Oh, I mean, this is a challenge for him. He's like, game on. You know, I think he's actually wearing some sort of shirt, like a uniform, like a race car, you know, when he gets in. And I'm like, he looks at me and he says, hey, babe, um, can we fuel the car up at exit 300 instead of, you know, 271? I'm like, what? He's like, do, do the kids really... Do the kids really need to eat? Don't we have cheese in the car? I mean, what? <laughs> and then we, we skid into our destination and everybody is mad and hungry and, and hot. And here he is celebrating, you know, beating his time by 32 seconds. I mean, give the man a gold medal. <laughs> he Give him a gold medal for being uh, efficient, right? So efficient that he saved us like two hairs on a tick's back worth of time. <laughs> Okay, I just made that up. Uh, Y'all are like, what is she saying? I don't even know what she just said, y'all. You might need like Google Trends Translate or something like that. Okay, so is your house full of laughter, though? Is your house full of kids, full of dogs, full of fun? See, (laughs) we get all like frustrated that say your house doesn't look clean. So you're like, oh, we're not we're not going to. Say somebody comes into your driveway and they're like, ding dong, and it's people you really love. And you're like, you won't even open the door because you're thinking, oh, my gosh, this house is a mess. Like, y'all get down on all fours, hide. Nobody say anything. Like, (laughs) pretend we're not home. I mean, hello. You could have a great time. You could have such a good party. But instead, all you're thinking of is this house is a mess. Do you think that those people care, they're going to see you as more relatable. Like, oh, me too. My house is like that too. Do you ever maybe cancel a last minute get together or because the dishes aren't washed? Because listen, perfect is a lie. Look, if you have solo cups, girl, you are guaranteed a good time. Okay. So stop thinking you have to be the fastest, the greatest, the most put together. Stop thinking the kids can't leave home until they're in all matching outfits or you can't go to the grocery store till your eyeliner's on and your lipstick. There's always going to be something on the floor, in the sink, in the car. Always, right? So just realize that life is not perfect. It's just maintenance. See, do you remember the moment you gave perfection a starring role? Words like regular and average, they just seem so standard, you know, so subpar. See, you might think taking risk is viewed as a weakness. You know, anything less than outstanding gets a failing grade. See, we've got to find ways to exchange perfection with progress. For me, prayer and counseling, that was key to changing my mindset. See, I carried this emotional baggage from way back that told me that I'd never measure up. Somewhere long ago, there was a story, a story that was written. Friends, classmates, my environment and adults, you know, on their with their own issues that was hurt. I clutched all those things like a, like a squirrel collecting nuts for the winter. 
no matter the number of compliments and accolades I got, I could not receive them. I couldn't. It's like my bucket only carried the negatives. Isn't that crazy? It's such a mindset issue. Guys, go to the Lord. Pray and ask him to help you. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. What is that? Philippians 4.13. I always taught that to my little girl. I can do all things through Christ. And I would say, who? And she would say, through Christ, not me, mama. Through Christ who gives me strength. It's not through Cheryl or Taylor or Cindy. It is through Christ. Okay. So for me, I began to become a people pleaser. I was an entertainer and achiever. Boy, I was hustling for my worth. I was climbing that corporate ladder higher and higher. And it's like, can anybody see me? Look, I made it. Just like just like the, the goals on that uh, to-do list. It's like, I came to the end. I made it. But there's no end. My resume was full of accomplishments. You know, it's like, hey, world, do you approve? D- did I go high enough? I remember when my husband used to come home from work. Maybe I was busy all day doing things. But as soon as he came home, if I had just sat down, I felt like I had to jump up to act like I was doing something. And I'm like, he goes, that's a you issue. (laughs) That is not my issue. That's you. I had to fix that. See, I spent my days pleasing, constantly pleasing. I looked to the wrong people to fill up my cup. And those folks, they were not giving affirmations today or any day. It actually made matters worse because it created a divide, this greater fracture. See, I spent my days filling filling a bucket and it was just full of holes. I, I I couldn't live in the present because I was on a mission to prove my place. I was I was striving the the striving it kept me isolated and exhausted. I felt like I was a hostage to the belief that I could be all and I could do all. Right? If I were fast enough, the house would be clean. If I were something other than who I was, then I would win the approval of those who couldn't give it. See, that's what keeps us in the turmoil of thinking We've got to house the house clean all the time. We can't start something until it's perfect, right? Once I realized that I had nothing to prove, my guard came down. I intentionally began to take risks and fail. And guess what? The earth did not fall off its axis. Y'all, I planned a small project that pushed me out of my comfort zone and into the unknown. And guess what? The sky, it did not fall. (laughs) Really? It taught me flexibility. It took grace and baby steps to see the progress, right? Perfect keeps you from starting. Perfect robs you of the experience. Perfect robs you of the transformation. Look, when you think, oh, I can't start this because... You can't invite people in to have a party, to to enjoy your tribe and connection because it's not perfect. You are you're wasting like this 
friendships and it's all about transformation. The experience is where the transformation occurs, but you can't have the experience if you think you can't start until everything is perfect. Look, you can't have a clean house 24 seven. It's just, it's not in the cards, you know, in my house with there's seven people, grandpa lives with us and me and my husband and our four kids and one just left for college. And then I've got all the way down to 12 now. But see, the thing is, we have messes times two and three and four. I mean, in your house, it may feel like it's exponential, right? You'll find yourself in this angry mode all the time. You know, set down your overachieving self and pray. Pray for God to change your viewpoint, to lighten your load, to release the control, right? To to let it go, to not so not be so well perfect. Because you know what? You're not actually perfect. Did you hear that? <laughs> You're not perfect. See, perfect is an ambush. Right? You have raised the bar too high for mere mortals to win the game. Which may be good for you because maybe you don't see yourself as a mere mortal. You're not <laughs> you're not a number like the rest of us, right? See, you might come in to save the day. What does that look like? You re- help redo their homework projects or you rework their outfit or you remake the meal or rewash the dishes. Look, when you stop expecting people to be perfect, guess what happens? You can accept them for who they are and not who you want them to be. Isn't that what you want for yourself? See, does, does everything have to be exactly right before you proceed? Right? It must be hard to, to keep things so tightly wrapped, like those chains on a swing when you're swinging so high, right? That when you finally do let go, it's like you've got the imprint of those chains on your hands kind of hurts, doesn't it? So do you tell yourself if only I could create the perfect start, the perfect moment, then life can begin. See, second Corinthians 12, nine says my grace is sufficient and my power is perfect in your weakness. So if you're coming on board today, what we're talking about is life is not perfect. It's just maintenance. There's always something to do, something to cook, something to sew, something to drive, something somewhere to go. There's always something going on, right? We have got to let go of this perfect life. I wrote this book, Living Your Best Life. It's about letting go of self-doubt and fear and other people's expectations to live the life that you have always dreamed. Girls, I, I, I wrote this book in every bunk bed and park bench and coffee shop because I want to save you years of heartache. I want you to find the goodness in the hard places. So, hey, if you're a mom on the go, grab it on Audible today. All right, so we're going to play the what if game now, right? Here we go. What if I can't start something until the circumstances align correctly? Well, I'm going to give you a news flash here. They will never, and then you'll never start. See, you'll miss out on all the goodness of life. Well, what if people see that I'm not without flaw? Well, (laughs) guess what? They already know. 
well, what if people catch me without makeup or or see that my kids aren't these perfect little creatures? Then they'll just see that you're relatable. <laughs> you're just like the rest of us, right? So I'm going to offer you three actionable steps, all right, to enjoying your life. Number one, start today. Start ugly. Start with the resources you have. See, someday is not a day on the calendar, right? And good Lord, let me tell you, there's nothing magical about Monday. You know, I'm constantly saying like, oh, well, I'll, I, I'll do this. You know, when I was in the dorm room in college, I would be like, well, there's 23 of us and we're all sharing a kitchen and the stove only works part time. So when I get my own apartment, I'll eat healthier. And then like this summer, I was on an RV trip for three months with my family traveling across the U.S. And I was like, you know what? We're all in 300 square feet. I mean, <laughs> you're like that poor woman. Or what was she thinking? Did you do that on purpose? And I thought, you know, when I get home, I'll eat healthy. But here's the thing. I'm always going to make an excuse for something. We are always going to make an excuse. Someday is not a day on the calendar. Start today, start ugly, and start with the resources that you have, okay? Number two, get out of your own way. You are the problem. See, when you focus on serving or blessing others, the spotlight, it's not even on you anymore, right? That me becomes a we, okay? So lesson the reins and become part of something bigger than yourself, right? Serve others. Go uh, to the Dream Center. I, that's a really worthy cause. We have done that with our kids, even in LA, where we have volunteered at the Dream Center. And you can, oh, there are so many different um, options for volunteering. And I would just encourage that. So then you're not focusing on yourself so much. So Number one is start today, start ugly, and start with the resources you have. And then number two is get out of your own way and give and serve. Okay. Number three, create a vision board of where you want to be in six months, one year, five years. Like, what do you want your life to look like? What do you want your life to look like? How does your life feel? You know, what you decide to do in this moment at this fork in the road, it'll determine your legacy. It will determine your legacy. So pray, seek counsel, stay under God's refuge. There is a scripture. I'm going to look it up real quick. The scripture is Psalms 91.4, and it says, under his wings, you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield. Okay? There is plenty for the taking to hide under his refuge. See, what you decide right now will decide your future. So pray and seek counsel. Get under God's refuge. See, he'll give you wisdom. Living in the present provides rest for the weary healing to the body. I mean, it's, it's like peace for the soul. Okay. So be willing to do the work 
that allows you to sing in the rain, right? Knowing that life is not perfect. It's just maintenance. Okay, I'm going to offer you four steps. I'm just going to throw out like some prompts here, some questions for you to think about this week. Number one, name one thing that could help you let go of perfectionism. One thing to let go. Number two, list a small risk that's sure to fail. It is sure to fail, but you're going to realize that life did not fall off its axis, right? Plan B's are plenty for the taking. All right. Plan B's create flexibility. Number three, write down what happened when you apologized. I've apologized to my kids. The first time I ever did it when they were little, they're like, what? (laughs) Mom's wrong sometimes. And number four, if the to-do list was not your boss, what would you do? How would you spend time with humans if the to-do list wasn't your boss? Lord, help me not to expect perfection in any area of my life or any area of any others. Just help me realize, God, that I'm, I'm this imperfect creature like everyone else. Help me to realize that the best start is a start in your name. Okay, guys, if you, if I've helped you in any way, would you leave me a review? I would appreciate it so much. That's how you could thank me a written review, just a screenshot it, right? And tag me on Instagram at Stephanie Pletka. If you're in the Phoenix area, tune in to Faith Talk 1360 every Monday at four or listen to the show on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Until then, I'll see you when the wind blows.